You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Cinnamon here. Back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Yeah. Ooh, fellas. Did I say it right, Gary? It's fella because uh, there's not yeah. there's not other people here. You know, second week, second time, somebody's not here. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna have to start. We're gonna have to start charging him for carrying the podcast. I know, man. Doing his both job for us. Should be I, both of our backs are hurting, Gary. I I gotta spend it, this man, because I I know that this may be a conversation that you may not have be able to have, but I feel like you'd be able to have it. So, so, so here's how we're gonna start this conversation off. I, I need everybody to tune in because I feel like this is gonna be. If I have a disagreement with somebody here, uh, you, whether you're a stranger, whether you're not a stranger, but I, do you agree that we can agree to disagree? Like, hey, you have your point of views, I have my point of views. Obviously, we were raised different, correct? Correct. Okay. Do you agree? That in the event that I make a mistake, there's different levels to a mistake, but let's just say I make a mistake. It was an honest mistake. Uh, you know, maybe I'm doing something, somebody, you know, 14 people have tapped me on the shoulder, and on the 15th time that person tapped me, I rear back, I elbow the guy behind me or the person behind me that tapped on me, and it turns out to be. Um, Hulk Hogan. Like, dang, my bad, bro. I'm sorry. What you don't understand is because you only see one side of that. You see, you only get the one perspective. But from his side, dude, all I did was tap you on the shoulder to tell you to move, but he don't know that this guy's experienced what he's experienced before. So do you agree? After hearing what I just told you, that's a great example because we don't know perspectives. You can understand why Hulk Hogan would be pissed off and mad, wanting to fight this guy and whoop his ass, but you also understand the guy that just kept getting tired of people tapping him on the show. You can understand both sides, right? Correct. Who would you think in this case would be right and which one would be wrong if you would have to label them right or wrong? And then I'm going to get to where I'm going to in a minute. Uh, I don't think there is one person that's right and one person that's wrong. Like you said, each perspective. Now, everybody else around are going to see if people are just watching the, the situation play out, the people that see Hulk Hogan get elbowed are going to say the guy that got tapped is in the wrong. But then other people that might have been sitting with or standing right next to talking to the person that was getting tapped and saw they're getting frustrated, they kept getting tapped, may say that other person's in the wrong because they kept tapped, they tapped him again and, and he's obviously getting frustrated. But again, I don't think there's a right or a wrong in that situation. I think it's just a miscommunication uh, and it's a multiple things happen all at once. Like you said, it's perspective. Everybody's perspective is different of what happened. Okay. See, it's, it's all about perspective. And I'm glad that you said that because I, I feel like you know where I'm going, but you don't know where I'm going. And you're creepy. You're, you're, you're being, I like how you stay true to yourself, Gary. Stay true to yourself. Always. Because when we get to the end of this thing, you're going to love what I do here. So perspective is, is, is what matters. And, and in this case right here, there was no right, there was no wrong, right? 
Yes. But from a law standpoint, law standpoint, Gary, who's wrong? Law standpoint, it's probably the person that elbowed. Right. From a law standpoint, he's wrong. So morally, he's not because of perspective. But from a law standpoint, he's wrong. And because from a law standpoint that he's wrong, who do you think gets the most hate? Uh, the person that did the elbow. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's just say, Gary, I'm young. Uh, I'm, I'm young and I do some stupid stuff. Uh, I, I rob people for money. I, I pickpocket people for money. I, uh, I do all the criminal things that anyone would do that's a criminal to support themselves. But later, you know, I changed my life. Should I be forgiven for the things that I did in my past? Yes, unless you killed somebody. Blatantly. So I, I, I had actually, like, maybe, you know, I've shot a few people. I mean, not, not I, I mean... I shot those people because, you know, this is how I grew up. I mean, this is, I, I did this. Product of your environment. I'm a product of my environment, Gary. That's what I am. I and then am you got out, changed your ways, improved yourself out, and something different. Away. I improved myself. I did something different. Yes. So I think. Should I be forgiven? Should I be forgiven for those things that I did in my past? So I don't, I don't know if you should be. I don't know the right words forgiven. I believe in second chances. Like I believe you deserve a second chance. If you do something dumb as a kid, everybody does stuff dumb as a kid. Now, if you kill somebody, I don't think that's forgivable. I don't think second chances for if you blatantly kill somebody. Now, if it was like an accident and something happened, like whatever the circumstance was and there was an accident, somebody died, that, that that's forgivable, obviously, because that wasn't intentional. But if you intentionally kill somebody, there's no coming back. There's no second chances from that. You took a life. Uh, Okay, it, so, it, this, so I just just for clarification, real quick before you move on, just for clarification, is this is this on like is this intended or on purpose? Say I'm having beef with a guy, the guy comes shooting at me first, and as it's a result of him shooting at me, I shoot back and I end up killing. Self defense. Okay. It's an okay. insinuating circumstance. You're a fart during okay. so real life. So so he's clear on that. Yep. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead so I, I just think. In today's society, we don't believe in second chances because that's, again, we've talked about this multiple times in cancel culture. Cancel culture, people are getting canceled for things that happened when they were 12, 11, 13. And then when they're 25, it pops up, people pull it back up, and then they're canceled and they don't deserve a second chance, which blows my mind because if, if social media was around when we were kids, there's so many people that would be screwed right now because times were different. People did things and it wasn't recorded and everything, everything, every moment wasn't put in the public's eye. So many people would be canceled. So many high ranking people would probably be canceled because of it. But because there's not social media, uh, all that stuff just passed. So I think the problem is I believe there's second chances and nobody else or not, not, no, not don't let me say nobody. Cause I'd say a lot of people nowadays don't believe in second chances. They think if you did something wrong, you should live with that the rest of your life and you're just screwed, which I don't think is the case. If you've shown you're truly remorseful for whatever you did and you actually have done things that better yourself, improve yourself, get out of a certain situation, you 1000% deserve and a second chance. 
I don't know if forgiving is the word because some people still may not forgive. If you shot somebody, they didn't die, but they may not forgive you, but they may just think you deserve a second chance. I, that's up to that person. You can't say they deserve to be forgiven for all they've done, but I do think they deserve a second chance if they have shown the right way of remo- like fixing themselves and making themselves a better person and actually truly have lived by that, not just saying they've done it and then secretly doing other stuff. Okay. I got I to gotta add the last ingredient to this. To this, this pasta. You making like a big concoction, and then I'm just gonna yeah. have to like dissect it uh, all. What's yeah. in there? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta add the last ingredient, and the last ingredient is money, Gary. Do you think money changes people? Because success is obviously measured by how much money. This is a lot of people measurement. I'm not saying that this is, this is 100%. I'm saying that majority success is seen through the eyes of the dollar bill and how much you are able to. Uh, access or generate or have. Uh, so I'm asking you, do you think truly that money changes people? So I think money can change people uh, and it could change them for better and then can change them from worse. Some people can get, uh, I guess, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-absorbed and cocky when they get all this kind of money because oh, i got all the money they're flashy showing all around doing everything they can to to show it off and then you have some people that can get all this money and they can want to help other people they want to live their life the same way they've been living it but then they may want to help other people and do things that are the right way that's when money helped them change because they're able to affect other people in a positive manner so i think it can be both i don't think there's one or the other i don't it's it's a person by person basis because some people do better when they have money. Like they're able to do more for other people. They're willing to do things for other people. Some people hoard the money and don't want to do anything and don't want to care about anybody else. Only care about themselves and spend all their money on themselves and show off. So I think it, it is it's it can be a root of evil for some people and it also can be a positive for a lot of people. Okay, all right. So <laughs> it's. Time to time to add the main course, Gary. Time to add the main course, and then I'm gonna cook. Good thing I'm hungry because I had three appetizers. Uh, I hear me to the thing. I I said all that to say this. Um, there's been a lot of conversation going on and a lot of discussion going on with all the rappers that have been getting shot and killed lately. Uh, Young Dolph, uh, Takeoff here recently. Um, uh, Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle, all the rappers that have been killed lately, they've been saying, Hey, you know, I don't know what's going on. Well, I figured it out, Gary. I think I figured it out. And it has to go with the ingredients that we added at first perspective. When you look at it from their perspective, like, Hey, if you used to rob me or shoot me or you shot me or killed me. When you become bigger and you now have money, you are now the target. Because now, from my perspective, I need to take back what you took from me. I, 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 you know, I'm in those rap songs. I'm in those. So from the perspective of the other people, I still need to get my get back. You shot me when I was old. You robbed me. You did this. You did that. You did this. Second ingredient. Do you remember what the second ingredient was, Gary? Nope. <laughs> ah. Second ingredient is, do you think people deserve a second chance? Okay, yeah. Nah, they're not give, they've given you a second chance by allowing you to make the third ingredient, which is now the money. 
because now you're successful. I know that you're touring. I know you have money because every rapper that's out there has the 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 putting the money up to the ear. The and these are all theories. This is all theory here. I think this is this is. I'm trying to figure out why there's been so many because there's people on the other side on their perspective that says now you now owe me something. I know that you have that type of money. And no, I'm not giving you a second chance because you didn't give me a second chance when you shot me, uh, you know, w as it relates to like gangs and, and stuff like that. When you said that it's OK to shoot somebody back if they shot at you first. But now we don't know how the beef started, you know, and, and, and at that point when the, the bullets are flying, the bullets are flying. So I I'm trying to figure out as I look at this problem with rappers and, and, and them going through what it is that they're going through. I mean, the very thing, it's like Tiger Woods. I've said it a, a million times. The same thing that made famous, that made Tiger famous and made him so good, the lifting of the weights and stuff like that, was the same thing that derailed his career. But the thing is, is his career was never derailed. It was just over. I mean, you had like a, and, and, and that's another thing, transitioning a little bit from, from the, the, the rappers, when people say, like, Tom Brady, for instance, like, oh, it's over with for him. Like, bro, he was good for 30 years. Like, at some point, <laughs> it's going to be over. But, 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 but going back to the, the, the rappers and stuff, dude, it's, I, I've been trying to make sense of it, and this is the only way that I've made sense of it, Gary, because there's no, I, I've been really thinking about this, because you hear from people that are saying, like, this rapper was a cool person, uh, this rapper did this, or this rapper did that, and then you listen to the lyrics, and you're like, wait, what? Like, I, I don't, like, you know, some of the stuff that, you know, uh, Lil Wayne and them used to do, man, that they used to rap about, dude, I was like, y'all were not good people. But this is as an adult, listening to lyrics and, 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 and taking that in, like, no, y'all weren't good people. But now, when they have the money and they no longer have to do that, they've made enough enemies now. Like, and we know exactly where you are, where you're going to be, and, and how you're going to move. And the same thing that made you who you are is the same thing you're running from from the rest of your life. Unless you... I, I, I don't understand it. Yeah, so it's a very... Inter it's a it's very... A lot, right? Yeah, it's a very interesting aspect to think about, but... I think a lot of it boils down to, to, in today's time, people don't value life anymore. Like back in the day when people had disagreements, they fought. Now they kill because the, the value of life has went down in people's opinions and thoughts. Gary, if you don't stop that. If, oh, um, did you really just say that? I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not really finished, though. I'm not did finished. You, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 because I don't want to forget this part. We were arguing about this for a little bit. Go ahead. I, I, I am going to tell you to your face. Gary, because you do realize back in the days, motherfuckers used to have walk-off duels and turn around and shoot each other in the fucking Correct. chest. And you gonna say people don't value life right now, bro? That's how they settled arguments, bro. They settled arguments by killing each other. And you're gonna say that they don't value life in today's. So time? you're using a specific uh, arguing point from 1800s. Tell me the 1990s, 1980s, 1970s. It wasn't about shooting somebody and killing them. It was they got in fights. You got in fights in school. Now people bring guns to shoot people in school versus fight because they got in trouble or they're 
argue with somebody. It's a whole different dynamic nowadays in the aspect that you used to be able to fight some. If you had a problem with somebody, you fought them. You don't kill them. There's a difference. And that is and that's been transitioned in the late nineties to early the two thousands to now. It's really the 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 I guess the uh Love for life has really changed tremendously. Yeah, you can talk about the duels in the 1800s, but they did away with that as well. And they said, that oh, that's stupid. And it didn't happen anymore. In the 1900s, it got away. Now we had wars and all that kind of stuff. But that's not a normal, everyday fight. You had an argument with somebody, you'd fight. You wouldn't shoot them. Nowadays, you shoot them instead of fight. Okay, good. Yeah. You're right, bro. I, I'm not even going to argue on that. I'm not going to argue. You're right. Go ahead and finish what you were saying. I just wanted to make sure that we pointed that out while you were saying, nowadays, they don't have your life. Like, well, bro, and, y'all used to settle disputes shooting each other. Well, and you said when a uh, product of your environment, you grew up in a certain environment, well, their value of life is nothing because if you dis- disrespect me, you don't get life. That's that, that environment. If you're growing up in that type of environment where you're doing that type of stuff, that's that's what you know. So if you get out of it, you have to know there's people that are still stuck in it. Like you said, they're envious if you succeed. So my question would be, don't ever. Go, why would you go back to that area? I know some people go back to improve it, but you know there's people there that don't want to see it improve. They don't care because they're running the area or whatnot, and you're going to have issues. And I, I've never understood the aspect of if if you had lived a certain life beforehand going back multiple times because you were risking so much every time you go back because you know there's people that you've wronged there that are waiting to get their payback or their retaliation for what happened when you grew up. I know people can always say, oh, they want to improve the area. They want to make it better. They want to, yes, you, you may want to, but the people there will may not want to improve it. They may not want you to be back there. And Anything you do is never going to change it, and it's just going to give you an opportunity to get picked off, and that's unfortunate. And the the fact that things like with with the whole stuff with takeoff, like he was out with his friends, and they're at a bowling alley and they're leaving, and an argument happened, and again, literally just got it was a stray bullet. wasn't He didn't wasn't supposedly I don't know obviously we don't know yet, but it was a bullet that wasn't shot at, meant for him. It was a stray bullet that hit him, but that's an unfortunate aspect. Like, but how how do you prevent that? I guess how do you prevent that other than not being out at that late? But you're allowed to enjoy your life, go do that stuff. But are they from? I don't know where they're from. I don't know if that's like their hometown or whatnot. Uh, but like like that that's the whole thing I'm talking about. Like, if you have a disagreement, that used to be a fight between groups. Now it's a I'm gonna pull out a gun and shoot. I just I don't it's because of the less value of life. People don't care about other people's lives anymore. They only care about, hey, what can I do to to end this argument and show I'm bigger and badder so I can kill somebody or shoot somebody? I I just I don't understand the concept here. Like this is what I mean by I don't I don't understand the concept, right? This is listen listen to this concept. Like I, I I've been trying to understand it and figure it out and forever it has bothered me and then we're gonna move on. The concept of, okay, don't disrespect me, because if you disrespect me, I'm going to take your life. However, once I take your life, I'm going to be locked up for life and then go through the system and then hopefully be fighting for my freedom and then eventually get out because you disrespected me. 
I, I don't understand that that process. Like I'm willing to give up my freedom and everything I have. Well, I mean, I I don't know. Which I, again, that's why I said it used to be fights that you could just to resolve that because hey, if you knock that person out, you got your respect. But now everybody wants to just shoot people. It makes no sense because, like you said, you just gave up your life for respect because you took somebody else's. And then you still may not get respect because you didn't even shoot the person you were trying to shoot in that aspect. Or you may actually miss the person and you kill somebody else and you go to prison for somebody you didn't even affect that wasn't disrespecting you. And you're going to now, jail for that. That's the now, crazy thing. Now, now, here's the thing, though, Gear. Now, I, I, I do... I, I do have to say this because you may mention this a few times. I was going to try to move on. I was like, ah, I'm just going to bite my tongue. But you said it a few times. You have said that people these days don't fight anymore. They just shoot, right? They don't fight as much. They, they don't fight as much. They just shoot. I, I, and I'll agree. Here's the problem, though, Gary. I think the times have passed for those that got their ass whooped, just took the ass whooping and was like, hey, man. That was a good fight. It's okay. They now, in turn, after the fight, after getting their ass whooped, will be the ones that come back and shoot people later. So to just knock, just nip all that in the bud, we just gonna go ahead and shoot because that's gonna be the end game anyway. So you see the you see the transition. No, I do. Now you see the I, transition. So it's like it's it's like it's a it's it's the it's the direct result of the change of something else. So. Now, this obviously may be controversial, and you haven't heard this, but I'm still going to ask you anyway, because I think it's warranted to ask in general. So do you think this type of stuff affects certain races more than others? Like, obviously, with bullying and stuff, white people are more likely to go shoot at school because they got bullied and all that kind of stuff. So they're going to take their anger out on that. Is it... So is it race? You think race plays an That's aspect in this? 100% race. Bro, Lil Dicky, all the white Eminem, none of them have problems going into anybody hood. Mm. However, if you're of a minority, there's no going into people hood. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like rappers out here. They're just dying from drug overdoses. You see what I'm saying? There's, yeah. a, there's a difference. So it's 100% culturally. It's 100% environment uh uh it may not be necessarily environment it's just well yeah it's mindset it's all mindset what 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 can what can what can we do to change it like what can be done to change it is there anything that can be done to change or is it ingrained so far right now that it's 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 so hard to change so i i i won't say that i i i'll say this i i won't say that it's impossible to change things um, because you can change uh, whatever you need to and whatever you want. The problem is, is getting people to change mm-hmm. uh, in the environments that need that change. Uh, because, hey, you know, we all need change, but your change is different from this person's change. You know what I'm saying? And and we we have to, we don't, nobody wants to take an L, Gary. Nobody yeah. wants to take an L. And the only way that you can not take an L is if you take a life. It's an L for L. Like, you, hey, I'm going to take this loss to you, but you're going to take this loss of life to me. But do you take I two can't... L's at that point then? Because if, if you took the L at that point, then you shoot somebody and kill them. Then you take an L of going to jail again. 
Yeah. So that's two L's versus one. Yeah, but they don't see it like that though. Yeah. Because it's hey, I was defending my honor. But my thing is if 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 we gonna fight, we are determining right now that the victor of this fight wins this battle. We in the event that I get mad about something else, then we can fight about something else. But I'm no longer mad because the 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 end game, the Super Bowl of us being mad at each other is the fact that we're fighting. The end result of this is game over. All right, you whoop my ass. Like, okay. All right, like, now I feel like we can go have a beer. Like, hey, man, that last fight was serious. You know, I, I was still mad at you. You kicked my ass, man. Next time I get mad at you, though, you're going to have to really square up. You know, we, we going are those days, Gary. Nobody's taking an L. People got kids out here. Uh, you know, the mindsets are different. Uh, the environments are I, – I, uh, it was somebody that said the other day, man, and, and I found it very funny that the hoods of the day are a lot harder or vicious than the hoods back in the day. You shaking your head like you agree with that. No, why, why would you think that? Why, why, why do people think that? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea because I, I'm assuming. So before Tupac came along here, before Tupac came along, before the hardcore trap rapping came along, like Run DMC and all of those rappers back, they weren't getting knocked off, Gary. They wouldn't oh. get shot at. They wouldn't like we we weren't even hearing about this. Yeah. None of this, Gary. None of it. And then after Tupac hit and and and, and Biggie hit, it it started to change. It started to evolve with like Future and and all those other rappers and. And 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 then it just started coming. And after it started coming, this is the result of it. It's an awful one. But I'm gonna tell you something. There's some talented people out there, man. That microphone and the beat. I can say that much. That's correct. I I I just ended it right there because <laughs> I I just I <laughs> we got to get the football because I know. Oh no, I want to talk you. something else first. Okay. Before we get to right. football. Um, uh, I know time had mentioned this before. He's a big conspiracy theory guy. I don't, I'm not buying into conspiracy theory, but it is very interesting to think about in general, this whole aspect. The lottery is at $1.9 billion, could be almost $2 billion. And I, as I saw that nobody had won, uh, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, how easy would it be if the government really wanted to to hire an actor or hire somebody, pay somebody, give them the winning numbers and say, hey, you won. Give them an X amount of money and then all the money goes to, back to the government. How easy would that be to be done? And nobody would that's, have any, no, any better. Gary, I would like to let you know this, buddy. That is impossible. It'll never happen. And I'm saying this in this voice because I want you to understand that Republicans and Democrats will never get along. <laughs> so, so can can I say can never, I say bro, can I talk in a different be. voice too, and it'd be all right? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm asking. I, first what are you, did you not? Did you not like my? That's my radio voice. Yeah, I've been working on my radio. That was voice. a white voice. <laughs> that was my radio voice. That was a white voice. Don't care what you say. It was a white voice. <laughs> That was my radio voice, Gary. <laughs> that's, 
You don't like my radio voice? No, it's your white voice. No, that, that, that was, that was my radio voice. No there's, there's no way, bro, that they can come together longer. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what amount of money. But I don't think they have to come together. Like imagine they would have to. All you have to do is if okay, if you're if you're in office, say hey, we're gonna hire this person. We're gonna pay them X amount of money. We're gonna pay them and around five million dollars. Time somebody gonna say that they took the two million dollar lottery. <laughs> <laughs> to a billion dollar lottery, and they split it up. They took the man. You come on. You see all these. I'm just saying, like, you gotta think. They could. No, I'm not, I don't believe it. I just, I think it's an interesting concept to think about because they've been able to hide so many other things the government has, been able to swipe, swipe everything else under the rug. Hold, hold on, hold on. What What are you expecting the government to tell you, Gary? That you don't already know. What well, are you I expecting think, them to tell you about aliens? I, Donald Trump told you they was real. <laughs> like, hey, they real, bro. I don't believe in aliens the way we project. We say they are. I, I'm just, I, all I'm saying is, is that, like, there's going to be people, you could tell them, like, hey, man, um, doctors tell people all the time there's something wrong with them, and some of them are wrong. Majority of them are right. But people still will question, like, man, that doctor don't know what he's talking about. That nurse don't know what he's talking about. That mechanic don't know what he's talking about. That and we not that that carpenter that 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 uh, beautician doesn't know what I'm talking about. So the, we do it all the, the time. The so only what reason, do you want them to tell you that you don't already know? Well, no, I wouldn't want them to tell us anything. I wouldn't want this to actually be a true thing. I don't think it is. I think it's interesting. Uh, but until I win the lottery, I'm gonna buy in that it's not real. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But see, that's the thing, though. I I haven't ever met anybody that's won the lottery. I've never like, for it to. Like I and and people say like uh oh you know they won the lottery and had you know X amount of dollars you hear about them winning the lottery bro but you don't ever hear about them like and and, and I've been a firm believer man that uh a lot of people look at success from a money standpoint right so when you hit the lottery man you're very successful because you successfully picked the right numbers in order for you to win the lottery. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so they picture it as success. So then when you have this money and you have this like overnight, just to say $2 billion, man, that's beyond generational wealth, bro. Right. It's insane. And granted, this is the first time it's been this high, but I've always wondered about the ones that's 500 million to 750 million and they go broke. Over three to five, like what the hell are you buying? You see what I'm saying, Gary? Yeah. Like, what are you purchasing? So, just to clarify for everybody listening, two billion dollars turns into about five hundred million after taxes, and you take a lump sum. So, just to clarify for everybody that thinks, oh yeah, I'm gonna win two billion, you're not. You're gonna win five hundred million, if that much. Uh, it's still a, sh a crap ton of money, but I'm yeah. just saying it's not two billion. So, don't get your hopes up with that aspect. <laughs> because again, I know D, D will tell you this. When we look at money, it's always after yeah. taxes. We don't look at money before yeah. taxes. Everything is we go ahead and figure out what it is after taxes, and that's what we know. Because I don't like the little inflated stuff. Every time we, when we get to football, they talk about contracts. Oh, this player's getting X amount. No, he's getting. Go ahead and take forty-eight percent of it, depending on the state he lives in, and then you take off that, and that's what he gets. Uh, oh, but no, I, I do. But. You win the lottery. What what's your biggest flex purchase? What you buying? Uh, I'm buying. I'm tr well. 
I'm going to do. I'm going to try. Hopefully, nobody's listening to it that lives here. But uh, I'm planning on buying every house on my road, on the whole road. <laughs> why, 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 Yuri? Why? Hold up. It sounds like this is why this is funny. Because it sounded like you was already working on this, and that that the that the winning the lottery just gonna speed that process up. No, that's no, what, it's, that's just, how you it's because it. it's it would cost a lot of money to do it, and uh, I think I for me I would just like to have the whole road. I like you would I like buy everybody out, and then what? And like, then I'd probably leave them vacant. No, I'd probably knock down the houses because it'd be cheaper to have vacant land, and then I'd probably build a house because I've always wanted to build a house my design and everything so i would build a house and my mom i'd probably build her house so she could live out here if she wanted on, the, on anywhere on the land but again it's just so i'd have the whole road and i could actually pave the road <laughs> that's probably the biggest reason just to pave the road uh, so it's all everything is just so i can get the road paved <laughs> now i guess that would be the flex move is just because i want my road paved I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But I live out in the middle of nowhere, so nobody else is really going to see it, know anything, which is fine. I love it. My biggest flex, I'm, I'm buying an island. Buying an island, yeah. I'm just going to go out there and just buy a random just island. Just pick that. I want this island right here. Yeah, I'm just going I'm to go buy the whole island. And then what are you going to do on it? Nothing? No, I'm a, I'm a. I'm gonna be my own government. I'm a, I'm a. So you're moving dude. to the island. I'm gonna move to the island and move. You may be moving by yourself, because I'm pretty sure the wife and kids aren't moving to. To I, look, bro. The island. All I gotta do, I just gotta make sure that there's a Chick Fil A on the island. <laughs> and they move. So you just buy a Chick Fil A <laughs> and franchise it there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have three workers that work there year round. Put it in your house. Yeah. Just put Chick Fil A in your bro. house. Bro, what is the name of that movie uh, where the the people in the small town they all work at the same like the 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 cashier for the grocery store was the cashier at the gas station. Oh, he I remember. I know what you're talking I about. Yeah, I can't think of the name of the movie, but yeah, it's like damn. <laughs> just just copy those commercials. I believe it. I don't know who it's with. The Taco Bell commercial where Taco Bell's in their house. There's a commercial. Yeah. It's a football player, I believe, and he walks up to the window. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I want a breakfast burrito." He's like, "That's ten o'clock. We don't serve breakfast anymore." And he, it's literally in his house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, that's what's up, though. Uh, but go ahead. You no, so I just think it's a uh, interesting theory. I don't believe it's true, but I wouldn't put it past it because obviously you have. There's been multiple conspiracy theories back in the day that everybody said it was a conspiracy theory and it came out, they were actually true. So I don't believe it, but uh, good luck to everybody on their $1.92 billion uh, lottery tonight. Uh, I will have my tickets, my ten, my $5, five tickets worth. That's it. Uh, uh, you you then, limit yourself to five bucks? Yeah, I'm, I do three where I pick the numbers and two quick picks. Okay. I'm going to get my people to go out and get some. Who's your people? Like your wife, family members. <laughs> no, my wife, family members. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is, is I, you know, I'm gonna I, I branch out here. I'm gonna call my sister. Say, oh, hey, I got. So, so you say you branch out, but now, do you think 
if one of your other family members not that living with you are going to share that money with you? What do you mean share that money with me, Gary? I'm buying the tickets. So you're telling Okay, me. so you true hold on, hold on, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I like that you, you said that. Don't you do this? Yeah, don't you do this? Don't you do Uh-huh. I hope uh-huh. I hope you your family's uh-huh. listening. Not to one this. Of, uh, we got to get the football gear. Nope. We got to get the football gear. I got gear. one this question, going, uh-huh. baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> So if you pay for the ticket, I saw the light go off. I saw the light go off. Now, nah, Gary, no. no, you don't want this heat. No, no, I don't want it, bro. You start mute, you mute. I don't want it. Mute, mute, mute. I do not want it. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Look, we get a chance. We're gonna talk about football. I don't want that heat right now. I'm hoping somebody win the lottery and that we move on. Um, I had to mute him because I knew exactly where he was gonna go. And that wasn't going to be good because when you talk about stuff like that, people just assume to happen and be like, dang, I can't believe you said that. Because you know how family members are when it comes to like, oh, did you win or did we win or did I win? I'm not getting into that. And I know that's where Gary want to go with that. And I'm not doing it. <laughs> so now we're going to talk about what I want to talk about. And we're going to get to football because the podcast will be over before we get a chance to talk about it. P.J. Walker. Gary, you unmute. That's been your guy forever. You've been singing his praises all the time. But oh boy, oh boy, in come marching them Cincinnati Bengals. Talk to me, Gary. What's up, PJ? All right, so let's clarify what I told you. I told you multiple times I said he's probably the best option they have in Carolina. I don't think he is the franchise guy. I said he's the best option. Why not give him a shot? They gave him a shot. He went 1-1, one and one, had a chance to go 2-0, and oh, and uh, the whole, they missed the extra point that would have put him 2-0, and oh, and then he puts out a stinker yesterday. Now, again, I guess we could say, was it a stinker by him? Because he was 3-10. and 10. Yeah, kickers are, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, he was three for ten and two picks, but they, as a team, looked terrible. They couldn't stop Cincy, so it is. And then they replaced him, so they only gave him a half. But like this guy just won, basically won you two games. Should should have won you two games the last two games, and you gave up on him from Baker, who has been shown he can't. He's the same quarterback as PJ Walker. So you explain to me that whole rationale because. P.J. Walker, if the extra point is made, he's got more wins than Baker does this year. Now he has the same amount of wins as Baker. Did you not see what Baker Mayfield did when he came into the game? Versus the twos and threes, yes. Oh, this is what we're doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He may not. The the intensity of the game wasn't the same when Baker came in. I I get it. But P.J. Walker struggled off the muscle gear. And it's hard as a head coach to pull him because he's played so well up until this point. So you kind of handcuff to this guy. And then when you do pull him, how do you pull him? And when do you pull him? Uh, because you don't want a quarterback controversy because now if P.J. Walker is going to be your guy next week, then now he's thinking like, ah, at any moment he can pull me. So now he's playing not a mistake versus playing a win football game. So, so it's... Crazy. They just activated Sam Darnold too, so that will be now in the fold. Will be Sam Darnold in there as well. But again, like I said, of all those quarterbacks, there's not one that's going to take the reins and lead you to victories and dominate and all that kind of stuff. 
two of them aren't, aren't going to be there next year. Baker's not going to be there, and Darnold's not going to be there next year. P.J. Walker will probably be there as a backup. That'd yeah, be they don't guess. even have a good collection of quarterbacks. No. They just got a collection. Like yeah. I don't under, like I I don't I, I didn't understand the the what they were trying to do. What what was the I can't even say concept or what like what was the goal? Like what was what was your like what direction were you going in with your offense, with your defense, with your team? Like what were you I I, I just didn't understand that concept period it didn't uh didn't make much sense their team does not look very good right now um especially yesterday they looked very bad but we've stayed that week in week out so uh i what about the uh praise for devonta foreman where everybody said we didn't need mccaffrey anymore what happened with that yesterday look <laughs> are you attacking me here no no i'm asking oh. because uh uh, McCaffrey had about the same stats Foreman had, and McCaffrey had a bye week. Oh. So, I'm, I'm just saying, so, like, again, that was my whole thing. My whole point was just in general, don't crown somebody what, what? before multiple times. Like, I've never said P.J. Walker was the answer as quarterback forever. I said he is the stopgap, and he is not a franchise guy, but he is the best option you there. I said he's the best option they have there. Why not? Because the other two have shown they can't win there. Why not try P.J. Walker? Because of what he did last year, too. So I, I, I think Foreman has the opportunity to do well, but he's not a replacement for McCaffrey. McCaffrey's a whole other level of player. Now, nobody not ever said he was a replacement. No, they're saying we don't need worth... McCaffrey. We have this guy. We can do all this. Just we because they said stuff. we don't need McCaffrey doesn't necessarily mean, like, this is the guy. They're saying, like, he is the guy right now. They're not committing to him full term, though. Oh, they it's were last game week. Game by game. Last week they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, again, yeah. it's the same thing. Sam Darnold was the guy the first three weeks last season, too, so. I just I don't even like saying his name. <sighs> but since we are talking about football, and you brought his name up earlier, we could talk about this Tom Brady uh, Rams game. Um, now, before we talk about this Tom Brady Rams game, I got a question for you, and I don't, I don't, I don't even want you to put it in context. It's just a yes or no. Is Aaron is done? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't want you. Nope, 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 nope. I don't want you to put it in context. Uh-uh. Because <laughs> you want to so bad. You want to so bad. Is, is Tom Brady done? Uh, no. I think he showed okay. that yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I, that's what I was going to ask. Do so, you think? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, no, I was talking. So I wanted to talk about the Tampa game and the Rams game. Tom Brady obviously showed he could still come down and win the game at the end. But can we talk about how dumb the Rams were when they got that ball back at the end of the game? Like, it's so, like, you have Cooper Cup, you have Stafford, and you give Cooper Cup a handoff or whatever. He gets down thir third and five, third and five, whatever, and you decide to run the ball. You ran the ball for one yard. What thing you can't do this whole year, you can't run the ball. You haven't been able to do the whole year. You're trying to run the clock out to get a first down. You're going to hand the ball off for one yard and then still give Tom Brady the – you're going to give him the ball back no matter what. 
So if you have an incompletion, he was still going to get the ball back. He might have had 20 more seconds. Instead, you might have an opportunity to get a first down if you throw the ball, but you choose to run the ball. I feel like that was such a soft move by the Rams, and I didn't. I never expect that from them. Obviously, they don't run the ball well. Why are you doing that in that situation? If you get a first down, the game's over. You gave Tom Brady a chance because you were scared and tentative to try and get a first down on third and five. You didn't want to throw the ball. Put the ball in Matt Stafford's hands, Cooper Cup's hands. Don't put it in your running back that you can't do. You bother me with this, man. And and I have been telling people this for a very long time. That Rams team that won that Super Bowl didn't win that Super Bowl on offense. Cooper Cup is the one that he that's all they have over there man it has nothing to do with the quarterback it has nothing to do it has every time cooper cup was making those catches he was like oh that's an insane catch nothing was very like fairly easy for him but they they live and die off the heels of that defense over there and they know that tom brady didn't have a great game gary so don't just make it seem like he didn't have to he had the game winning drive but but and here's the thing though gary tom brady hasn't looked like tom brady all year until so that game-winning drive. They, they was not worried about Tom Brady, bro, until this Tom Brady showed up. Tom Brady had one drive, bro, and that was the one to win the game. The rest of them, he didn't look like Tom Brady at all. That's why I even asked you, was he done? And I know the Aaron Rodgers one hurt you. It really hurt you because you really want to put that in context, but I don't even want you to do that. We're going back to uh, the, the GOAT over here, as people call him, and Tom Brady. I don't think he's done either. I, I do think that there will be a lot of changes, and I hate I'm saying this, Gary. I, I, I really hate that I'm saying this. But I don't know if it's Gronk, if it's A.B., if it's a combination of all the personalities that they had in that room when they won the Super Bowl on offense. But this does not look like the same offense, Gary. It does well, not look like the same offense. They dropping balls. He overthrowing receivers. He underthrowing receivers. Like it just it doesn't seem like things are running as smooth as they did when he got there. The biggest difference between last year and this year is last year they had a capable run offense. They have no run offense this year. So teams aren't worried about the run. They're just, hey, we're not gonna let Tom Brady beat us throwing. We're going to take anything mid-deep. We're going to make him throw it short, which is why he's averaging like five yards a catch or four yards a catch on short dump downs because they're not going to let him beat him deep or whatever or mid, and they, they're not worried about the run game. That's the problem. They, have, they haven't had a run game but one game this whole season. Before this year, last year, they had a capable run game. Fournette was dominating games, and they could just run the ball on you the whole game, and then, then when they need to throw it, they got you. They're not doing that now. They don't have that. And I think that's the same thing with the Rams. The Rams were able to run a little bit last year, and they have no run game at all this year, which if, you have, if you're have, if you so one-dimensional, it's hard to win games unless you have Derrick Henry. Then you can do whatever you want because just hand him the ball, he's going to win. <laughs> but uh, when it comes, if you can't run the ball and you have to just rely on passing them, it's tough because today's game, they know how to take away with all the zones and disguising stuff. On defense, it's hard to pick it apart uh, on passing the ball. So if you have no run game, it's tough in that situation. And I think that's what you're really seeing from both teams, the Rams and the Bucks. They have no run game to complement the pass, so teams aren't worried about it, and they're just loading up to stop the pass. Okay. 
I'm, I'm gonna ask you an off-topic question right now. Is Julio Jones done? Yes. Now he's done. I think he's done. <laughs> he's well. He's well, the thing is, I think he still has talent, but I don't think he is. He is his body's not holding up. He get, he's getting hurt every year, multiple times, and he can't stay healthy right now because I think his body's just taking the wear and tear from the NFL. I, I, I'm going to ask you a question, and, and I want you to tell me where he is in his career. Talent-wise, where is he in his career if you can relate him to another player in the league? You um, see what I'm saying? Where, where is he in his career? Because, you know, I was watching him yesterday, and obviously you know, he's not the Julio Jones that he used to be because age catch up with everybody. Uh, we get that. We understand that. But but who is he in his career? Right, not in his career. Who does he remind you of right now? If you took his name, played off, and put somebody else on there, and took the career away, and you can't take it away from him, but you get what I'm saying. I'd say uh, Robert Woods of Tennessee. Oh. Robert Woods okay. is a good receiver, but he's never he's not an elite guy. Uh, he ha- he could he. That's the thing. I think Julio is better at attacking the ball than Robert Woods, but I would say they're probably the same style of player. Right now. And Julio's career right now. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. I respect it. I respect it. So, <laughs> where is Aaron Rodgers at in his career as it relates to another player, Gary? I would say... Drew Brees last year. Really? Yeah. I think he's still really good. I think uh, he's showing signs, but I think a lot of it has to do with what's around him. He has even less around him than what he's ever had, and I think it's starting to show that his ability is not able to make them right. Okay. So I, I, I'm i going to be honest with you, man. Um, borrow are in any injury of the arm, the elbow, knees, or anything like that, I honestly believe that quarterbacks shouldn't, age shouldn't be a problem for them. I, and, and the reason why I believe that age shouldn't be a problem with them is because if you're not running, if all you got to do is scramble back there and it's all like a mental and an arm strength thing, then I feel like it's like golf at that point. You know, it it doesn't matter. You could do it as long as you're not getting hit back there. So you'd give um, Peyton Manning a, a pass because he had a nerve issue and he's still playing through it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. I, I I'm taking Peyton Manning out because he yeah. had a he actually had a throwing. But as far as just getting old, yeah. like I feel like Philip Rivers could have did it forever. I mean, it wasn't like he was like I mean, decision making. Yeah, like Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady can do this forever because it had nothing to do with like his run skills it had everything to do with his mental capacity he knows the game and as long as the arm strength is there why 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 would you shut it down like age shouldn't bother you at all it's like swinging a golf club like you could feel like you could do that until you're 90 yes and no the only problem but you know what i'm saying though yeah but you could get injuries in other parts of your body that affect you like you could hurt your legs ankles more you could it could, you get hurt that's more. What I, that's what I said. Things. Barring that, like yeah. barring yeah. injuries or something like that, like 
that's what I'm saying, where it's wide receivers, running backs. We got to block. We got to mm-hmm. get out and, you know, catch passes. So age would be a factor there. But for a quarterback, as long as you're sharp mentally and you know what it is that you need to do, what a defense is, like Tom Brady has done for so long, and, and, and you ain't even got to have the same arm strength. If you're smart enough to know, like, okay, I can't go there. I'm going to put routes in that that's conducive to my arm strength. You can continue to do it forever. So then question for you, does Tom Brady retire after this year? Hell no. Mm-mm. It's a wrap. So I, I honestly believe the only reason why he was even contemplating retirement was because of his wife. And she's no longer like that, that conscious telling you didn't see where he came out and say he's going to play forever. Like that's, that's, that's what was holding them back. I I bet it, it, when, when she sat down and talked to him, I'm pretty sure this is how the conversation went. I'm going to let you be Tom Brady. I'm going to be Giselle. Okay. They, so why are you still playing Tom? There's no point in you playing, but you can't say it's about the money. You can't say you want to win a champ. You're the winningest quarterback. You everything that anybody could ever do, you've done it already. So you can't use that as an excuse. Why are you still playing? And uh, no answer he gave was good enough. So she all t- she probably forced him to say, hey, you got to choose me a football. He was like, ah, I'm gonna choose you. And then after being at home for so long, like, you know what? <sighs> I really love football. I'm going to go back. And he ultimately chose football over her. Because I also I, don't I, think I, he retired He retired this year. Yeah, I, I, I think that he's going to need more help. I think Gronk, A.B., and some other guys played some significant roles. And other people can step to that role on that particular day. And I think that that's what they're missing now offensively on the side. And you know how Tom Brady is, man. He's an on-time quarterback. So anything off time, uh, he showed it with New England. He's showing it with Tampa Bay right now. They're going to sack his ass. If he's not on time, he's going to get sacked. And he got hit a lot yesterday, dude, a lot. And that drive was the only drive that I thought where he looked like Tom Brady. I think a lot of it, obviously, their best O-lineman, Ryan Jensen, was uh, injured in training camp. He is the anchor of their Hold up, O-line. Gary. Hold up, Gary. Do you do you remember you remember his left tackle light that was all pro, all this and all that, and he ended up going to another team and was trash because the quarterback didn't get the ball out on time? Yeah. So it's not like that these are really good guys. He because of his playing style, it makes them No, no, I'm I'm just talking about good. I'm talking about the reason why I mentioned Ryan Jensen is because he's the anchor of the the O line. And he's what made the the run game move, and not having him, oh, I think, okay. is what okay. why the run game has really fall fallen a lot. And I think if they get the run game right, I think you'll still continue to see Tom Brady as Tom Brady because there's not then they have the threat of both. Right now they have the threat. Oh, he's not. They're not going to run. If they do, whoopie do, they'll get one yard, two yards. We're not really worried, so we'll just make them throw. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. But I'm I'm glad you you answered those questions, and this is about time for us to end the podcast, Gary. And we ain't even get a chance to get you to talk about Aaron Rodgers if why you don't think he done. <laughs> we want to thank y'all for joining us for another episode of the Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. You want to send us out, Gary? Bye time. We out. <laughs>
You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 